Morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. God, how beautiful is it out there? Look. Amazing. The Olympics. And this song was probably written around this, this time of year because it talks about the Super Bowl. Conveniently happening <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Going over the mountains. Sunny Who do you got? Sky. Kansas City Chiefs or Philadelphia Eagles? Go. She's like, I don't I know. want whatever you want on your shirt. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's Philly. Philly. That's Philly. Okay. And Gardner Minshew. He's so a quarterback. We'll support Benny. Super Thank Bowl you. Sunday. <laughs> All right. That's the Road song. That's Janie Cribbs and the T-Rust Band. Let's see. I met her in La Connor Live years ago. Loved her, loved her, loved her. Then I moved to the island, Whidbey Island, three years ago, pretty much exactly. And I interviewed Goosefoot.org about Mardi Gras and how excited they were about this thing that didn't really... Oh, it did happen that year. It didn't happen the last <laughs> two years, I think. Anyways, I missed that one. No, we got locked down. I lie. We did. Anyways, uh, they're going to be there this February 21st, 6 to 8.30 at Bayview Hall. It's family-friendly, and she's my favorite dance band, so I can't sit. So basically, <laughs> last time at Dancing Fish, she serenaded me, Janie Cribbs. I love her. So we're going to play that song at the very end of the show, but I'm inviting people to Mardi Gras, uh, Woodby Island, Bayview Hall, February 21st. Go to goosefoot.org and check that out. Let's see. I'm working on my retreats. I got lots of good things coming up. My world is opened, and I have a few lovely people in the studio, but we're going to start with Lisa first. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Tina. How do you know me? Reiki. Oh, no. Census. Oh, we're going to go back to that suit. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, not the purple velour suit. I remember I the census days. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so basically, she was my lead. And uh, I liked her. She wore black lipsticks and, and, oh. and she kind of rolled her eyes a lot. And I'm like, I like her. I want her to be my lead. <laughs> and so we spent a lot of time together, I think every morning. And then um, you shared that you had um, some grief you were working through. Yes, I had a miscarriage. And who invited you to their house? I came and got you. Yes, <laughs> you did. You said, please come get some Reiki. Yeah, and so we started doing Reiki together. And then um, I helped you a little bit with letting go of some of the past, past lives. And a things. lot of it, yes. And you wanted to go to the gym, and I went with you. Yes. You said, let's go. And I said, yes, we're on it. Let's do it. <laughs> and so then you said you wanted to get pregnant again. And what happened then? We had uh, lots of Reiki circles for a Reiki baby. A Reiki baby. but Who's now 11. 11. So no more drugs that, that they were giving you. No more other things. Antidepressants. Benzodiazepine. Mm. And yeah. Time has gone. It's been like four, God, okay, 10 years, oh, 20 years. I don't know oh how it's gone. So we've been together for a while. Who came out and visited me on the island? I did. What did you do? Um, I needed to see you. 
I wanted some Reiki. And you're like, let's go for a walk. Let's go on a hike. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And you took me to Earth Sanctuary. And it, what? oh gosh, I didn't even know why I did that. I had no idea why I did that. But now I do because now I'm going to do an event there. And it just kind of blossomed right after you came out. And what was your experience there? Um, amazing. It was so beautiful. The trees. I want to slow down and hug each and every one of them. The, um, uh, one of the, is it the medicine? Wheel? Yes. Oh, wow. That I walked around and, um, Gave myself like a silent prayer because I've had a, a rough couple of years, especially last year. So I kind of sent myself some healing energy um, to just kind of release everything. And it was just breathtaking. It it's a beautiful cool. place. I want to go back. And it was just us. That's the best part about it. I go there and yeah. I'm like, it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a, a multiverse. You have your own little universe. And it, it's beautiful. And I think we didn't get to see it all, so you'll no, come back. Yeah. But you wanted to go to, to the beach. Yes. And I like that there was lots of little places you can stop and sit. Um, the prayer. Prayer, prayer flags? Yes. Prayer, prayer wheels. The wheels. That was beautiful, too. That was nice. I like that part because you get to say, like, prayers. And most people aren't praying these days. They, I call it intentions, but asking for what you want. And when we get... I call it the fog a little bit, and we're not seeing things clearly if we don't s stop, retreat, and get more perspective of what you really want to do in this lifetime, then you're kind of driving while blind. Yeah. So Earth Sanctuary gives us that, that space. That's why I was talking to Chuck Pettis the other day. It's important that people have spaces where they can reconnect with themselves. And it's been a long three years for me because I used to provide that space at my house for many, many people. And you then, did. you know, when I got to uh, Woodby, I was going to do it again at Bayview Healing Suites. And so it just feels like right now the lights are green. I get to move ahead. And I had lots of winks, and you were one of them coming out to the <laughs> island. <laughs> Thank you. So we're going to do a retreat. It's going to be Earth Day at Earth Sanctuary. And it was, it's, it's all so magical how it fell into place. Um, and I'm going to also introduce Mike Hathaway. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. <laughs> I think I'm calling you Michael because I call my son Michael now instead of, so I don't want to call him Mikey. <laughs> so anyways, hello, Mike. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Hi. So how do you know me, Michael? I'm through Reiki, actually. The, I met you at a motorcycle show, actually, though. Okay. <laughs> I have my hands into too. everything, man. <laughs> oh, I was promoting downtown Snohomish and the bikers got kicked out of town. So they asked me to come out with my polished stones. Yes. And uh, my ex-wife at the time or she's my ex-wife now but she found you through some a book and wanted me to meet you and i was like well, why <laughs> <laughs> and uh she she believed in in your woo-woo stuff and i was like this sounds really crazy um and you had the your rocks or whatever and you had me sit down in some chair and gave me reiki and then all of a sudden i'm sitting in this chair and you like shocked me with some kind of electrical energy and i was like what did this crazy lady just do to me? <laughs> and uh, and I didn't have a machine. It wasn't no. like none of that stuff. Um, it was with her hands, and I was like, uh, that was scary, but like intriguing at the same time. Um, so then you invited us to come to your house for a, 
a reading. Um, I'm always inviting people over, aren't yes. I? That's crazy. Uh, so then we went to your house like a week later um, and had some like a reading with rocks and and then again it was like how does she decipher these colored rocks and know me and then it was like okay I guess I am in <laughs> um, and I thought it was going to be this thing with you and my wife getting to know each other and then all of a sudden it was like a click we were found out we were from the same neighborhood and so then I became do the Reiki, learned Reiki and became Reiki master. And you did it all. I did it all. <laughs> and that's how we met Lisa. And mm-hmm. and like, and we had a baby, a Reiki baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what we, my Reiki baby. <laughs> yes. I, I had to quit raking her because I wanted it so bad. It wasn't, you know, I shouldn't be wanting something so bad. And so, yeah, everyone started picking up on this, this baby. And it turned out to be. Our story is super lovely. Yeah. And yeah, you've been there for me a lot, both of you. I can't, we, that's a whole nother book I could write between you two uh, helping me through my trials and tribulations. But I think, I don't know, it might have been Chrissy who said, Isn't it funny how you always gave to us, Dina, but then we could all give it back to you? Yes. So that's the beauty mm-hmm. of the work I do clerk, playing work. Um, also in the studio is Jonathan Bauer. Good morning. <laughs> how do you know me, Jonathan? Uh, we worked together at Whidbey Island Distillery. For the last two and a half years, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we spent our time. And at first I was there just doing my thing. And then I started, like, can I do your astrology chart? <laughs> all these weird things. So I did all their charts. They're super lovely men. There's four of them. And then you shared recently your passion. What's your passion? Well, one of my passions is rocks. Um, I love rocks. I don't know how it all started um i just think my mom you know took us hiking one time and said yeah here's this this rock doesn't look like much but break it open and see what's inside (laughs) what what do you mean and then you crack this rock open and there's you know all these crystals inside and it just blows your mind and so after that i was i was kind of hooked um and I met my wife in college, and she has a similar passion. Her mom's a jeweler, um, so she's been around uh, rocks stones, and gems yeah. and stones for <clears throat> her whole life. Um, so we started an online rock shop, which will be opening hopefully in March. Uh, I love this. <laughs> I'm going to say the name. It's a play on words, and I'm going to enunciate it really clearly. <laughs> The first word is a layer of rock. It's actually one of the oldest layers of rock in the Grand Canyon, which is where my wife is from. She grew up in the National Park. They have a school there. Um, her parents worked in a park. It's called Schist. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Very enunciated. And you, Thank you. I was nervous. I you were nervous. I, I was nervous. I'm like, what's he going to do? <laughs> I uh, love it. Uh, Looking right at me. So, you know, it, it's we are from... A weird generation, and we like to have fun, and so we're, we're That's keeping awesome. it, keeping it fun. You you like that rock? You want it? I totally Schist. want it. Schist. Yeah, <laughs> you want it. Okay, then. There you did go. say it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I when I did the polished stones, it was 200 pounds of polished stones at farmer's markets and fairs and festivals and this and that, and uh, there'd be a group, like a family, and one of the kids would just be like, oh, my God. God, he would have to be touching those rocks immediately. The other one's like, don't do it. We don't need any more rocks, you know? <laughs> it's just like it always had one person in the family that was very, a child, 
it, and you know, we were children at one time, and I just I couldn't stop. And I know you went out looking for rocks too, right, Mike? Yep, I was part of the gem gem group with Marysville and went yeah. out in the woods and dug and go in the rivers and get them out. But I'm colorblind, so I was always the one that did the hard labor, <laughs> and with the people that could see the rocks, they'd go find them. Well. Oh. You know, I used to have the 200 pounds, and I used to have to have rocks around me all the time. And then I realized when I moved to Camano, which Mike moved me to Camano, <laughs> um, which is which another story. I got there, and I slowly got rid of my rocks because I realized, like, last night I was sitting on the beach. I, you know, the sun came out for two hours sitting on the beach. So it's also that grounding. So I like that your mom took you outside and got you introduced to, to the earth. Sure. Mud pies, too. Lots of mud pies. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but the Earth Sanctuary, that's why it's so important. I mean, how many people don't touch the Earth? I mean, ever. Because they're that cement. This is another thing. Driving into just our um, driveways, there's Earth everywhere. You can't keep your car clean on Woodby Island because it's not paved. <laughs> and I just thought about that the other day. I used to not have to wash my car so much. But people aren't around trees and mud, and they're usually around pavement. So I just think this show kind of just popped into my head. Probably what four days ago. <laughs> I don't yeah. No. But I also met with Chuck Pettis because he said when he's on the show, it, it spiked and a lot of people came out that weekend or whatever. And so he invited me to um, have lunch with them. And then all of a sudden, you know, the intentions, I have them all written down over at one, what, lunch. We had this great idea and he, he kind of said, Dina, you're thinking I'm crazy. I'm like, no, I'm just as crazy as you. <laughs> we have the same idea, like providing a space where people can come and um, find their light find their voice, and then go out into the real world and make better decisions. So that's kind of what the work I do. And Jonathan has a little taste of my craziness sometimes at work. But uh, it's at Earth Sanctuary. It will be April 22nd, and it'll be 9 o'clock till 4. We'll end it at the beach, but Chuck Pettis will come out, and he's going to guide us and take us around. We'll do some meditations, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to make people get lost Ooh. by themselves. So you got more out of it probably being by yourself in the medicine wheel, right? Yes. Yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> well, be by myself. I just invented it yesterday. So <laughs> like I said, I'll figure out what happened this week, but it's all been good. And then, Mike, you went out and did the Woodby Institute. Yes, that was great. Went out there, did the labyrinth, walked around and kind of walked around the area. And the labyrinth was awesome, though. Mm -hmm. I I always think of labyrinths as more of a meditation, but because um, you get the focus on walking through it. You go in there with your mind all jumbled up, and then you don't know you're meditating until you get to the center because you're so focused on that walking through it. And then all of a sudden you stop thinking, and you're just focusing on your feet and getting through that labyrinth. And then you get to the center, and you look out, and then you're like, whew, your mind is clear. And then oh. you get out, and but in that that place, it's so beautiful, and it was a great day. It was like sunny and the way the sun was shining through the huh. trees and, you know. And you got to go to the beach. And it was uh, pandemic time, so the shells were back. I mean, they found we found lots of shells. And I, that's one thing I did realize I was so blessed to be there at that time. The bluest skies. There was no big ships coming through. So the pictures I have are of just, just beautiful. And now that's not as much because the cruise ships are coming through, like, all the time. But that's another thing is to reconnect with Mother Nature because yep. if you understand what's going on every day in Mother Nature, you know we're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> we need to stop, and we really need to start taking care of our Earth. But I always feel like the, the labyrinth is kind of like we, we spiral out of control, 
and we forget where our source is or where we come from, and then we slowly make changes that are positive, like going outside or meditating or doing mm-hmm. whatever, yoga, picking up rocks, collecting rocks, and then you get kind of back to where you start remembering, and then life gets out of control again, and you spiral out. So it's kind of this, you got to make it a practice. And so that's why I love Woodby Island. I love Camino. You've both been out to Camino. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we've had so much fun together. And the yes. bonus, too, is after all that labyrinth, I got to go to the distillery, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. Well, we're going to go to the break, and then we're going to talk whiskey. <laughs> You're <laughs> listening favorite. to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. Well, the snow was high and the pass was dry. A big yellow sun in the northern sky. Like a cowboy movie A little red schoolhouse Where everyone is groovy Played a show that night Brought the whole house up Drink a beer in the moonlight From a paper cup Fade to black Blown, blown, blown Out on Highway 61 Fade to black Blown, blown, blown Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Experience the magic of Earth Sanctuary with Chuck Pettis. Peaceful, magical, a healing place, an enchanted forest, a sensory ecological delight, powerful, loving energy, truly a sacred place. These are words that visitors use to describe Earth Sanctuary, a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center on Whidbey Island, north of Seattle, Washington. My name is Chuck Pettis, author of the book, Seekers of Sacred Space. I am the spiritual land artist, owner, and creator of Earth Sanctuary, and am making these podcasts to help you get the most out of your visit to Earth Sanctuary. In this series of podcasts, I will explain the stories and secrets about each of Earth Sanctuary's sacred spaces. I will give you short 60-second meditations to enable you to experience the magic, energy, and healing power of each sacred space. At Earth Sanctuary, nature is the top priority. I and my team of experts have created and are implementing a 500-year plan to return Earth Sanctuary to an old-growth forest with maximum diversity of birds, wildlife, trees, and plants. To date, we have planted 15,000 native plants and 3,250 trees. I will tell you how we design with nature and how I have created Earth Sanctuary with the cooperation and help of the spiritual hierarchy, including the landscape angel, devas, deities, buddhas, and bodhisattvas. For the past 50 years, I have been creating sacred places of power that facilitate and evoke spiritual experiences. I invite you to come and walk Earth Sanctuary's two miles of nature trails around three bird-filled ponds. Come and renew your body, mind, and spirit. Experience heightened insights and meditations.
in the labyrinth, stone circles, medicine wheels, and other environmental artworks. To learn more, visit the Earth Sanctuary website at earthsanctuary.org. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That's Janie Cribbs and the T-Rust Band. JanieCribbs.com. All right. Earth Sanctuary, April 22nd, having a party. Earth Day, Earth Sanctuary. So I'm getting back to my retreat. So we got the would-be distillery. Oh, we got the would-be distillery. Actually. Yep, still here. I didn't mean that for this to happen, but everybody that comes out ends up going to the distillery afterwards. So we do... Literally lift our spirits. <laughs> so, what was your your take on the whiskey and liqueurs? Oh, I I love them. Um, one, you get in there and it's just a great place. It's the way they have it set up, and you get to see this really unique process that they've created there. Um, so, reading all the little things they do and how they created their process, it's unique. But then the taste of because uh, I didn't think I liked rye. Um, but the way they do it is awesome. The way we do it. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not a we, they, but um if I could take credit for it, then we we make the greatest. Um, but I'll drink it. Um and then the little the the flavors, the like the the, uh. the berry stuff, the little syrups. Uh, mm-hmm. Um they do it's great. Um and then the they're so friendly. You walk in there, and it's like, join our family, <laughs> taste the stuff, um, and they are willing to talk about anything and show you anything. So anyone's listen, stop in there, and, and they're going to show you everything and how mm. it's made, and, and you can tell they love what they do. Right off the ferry in Langley. And, Lisa, you went last week. That seems like a month ago or a year ago, wasn't it? I think it was. Last Wednesday. Or I can't remember. It was, it was longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it seemed so long. You know, I get, my, I get my months wrong. I don't even know what month it is sometimes. What day is it? But you did get to go in. Yes. I'm not a drinker, but I became one. <laughs> Oops. I got the raspberry. Oh, delicious. Raspberry yes. liqueur. Yes. And it's kind of fun because... I kind of start the tour there anyways, and then you're gonna, your car is going to be parked there. So it seems to be working well, and I didn't mean it to work like that. <laughs> but my friend comes in and buys a case of uh, liqueurs and whiskeys for the second time. Ah. But, yeah, I've been there two and a half years with Jonathan. And what do we got going on new now? Okay, so this uh, next two weekends we're having kind of uh, – they call they called it before red wine and chocolate. It's with the Vintners Association, so it's the wineries and distilleries. Um, the Vintners Association has kind of disbanded for now, uh, but we're carrying on that tradition. So 
Um, the next two weekends, we're pairing our liqueurs and whiskey with chocolate, and we're just uh, releasing a raspberry lavender liqueur. Ooh. We infused it with lavender, and it is amazing. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike gives me the... Isn't Dina allergic to lavender? <laughs> like, um, it's true. Yeah. She's not allowed. And when we add the lavender, we'll let her know so she doesn't come down because it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of lavender, lavender flowers. Yeah, but I, um, I, I'm sure it's amazing. And since I have the opportunity, um, Travel and Leisure magazine is doing a story on us as one of the top 50 distilleries to visit in the United States. Top 50? Wow. Oh, nice. Um, so that is uh, really, really cool. They got in contact with us, um, I think, a couple weeks ago. And, and so we sent them a bunch of photos, and they're doing a story. And recently you got promoted. I did get promoted. I'm the master distiller at Woodby Island Distillery now. But uh, it all starts with Steve and Bev, Mike was saying. Um, all that intention... Um, comes from those guys. Steve, you know, built the stills, and I like to say that he makes the alcohol, which I'm in charge of now as the master distiller, and Bev makes it taste good. She's responsible for the recipe for the liqueur, so Bev and Steve Heising, it all starts with them and, and how they built that place to feel like family and, and how you treat people. So um, the Heisings is where it, where it all starts and stops, and we just carry on the tradition, all those men. And hire the right people because you guys are amazing. I mean, I couldn't think of a better place for me to be during these weird times. Uh, Now you're like my kids and like my (laughs) my family. But Perry, uh, Colton, and, of course, Mike. Mike, the general manager, yeah. Mike Huffman. Hi, Mike. Aloha (laughs) from the studio in Bellevue. Hopefully he's listening because he said he would be. Anyways, where were you last night? I was in Bellingham, actually, for a, a wine walk of sorts. Um, so it's uh, kind of everybody partners with a space uh, in town. I was at Maud, this tattoo shop, and they had a little jazz band. And so people buy tickets. And uh, then you walk around to the different locations. and You get to see stores, you know, people that maybe like alcohol. And wine, and actually there were cider and beer and, and all sorts of stuff, so it's a variety. But people who like that sort of stuff but may not be into tattoos find themselves in a tattoo shop, and then they're like, oh, hey, it's kind of cool in here. <laughs> Maybe I will get a tattoo. I don't know. <laughs> I just had some whiskey. Here, give but, me a tattoo. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I'm sure they'd love that. But yeah. uh, it was a really neat kind of event, and you get to go meet new people who you know have no idea who you are and, and let them taste. And it's always – that's – one of the really, really fun things when you get to see the reaction on people's faces and how much they enjoy it and how blown away they are by you know, how much it tastes like fruit. I did the Skagit one and you were there. And I'm sitting at my table, people talking about the berry liqueurs. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. how cool is that? Because, you know, they, it was different. It yeah. wasn't like anybody else's. It's like a secret that gets out. One person tries it and then, you know, hey, you got to go over there and try this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because, okay, so it's whiskey liqueurs, uh, uh, uh Sorry, whiskey, rye, and then we have the liqueurs. We have multiple because sometimes we have special ones like the boysenberry orange. Uh, 11 to 5, every day, tastings are free. Woodby Island. Uh, Woodby Island. No, woodbydistillery.com, just in case people are driving or at work. Or sure. They want to remember that. And then tonight you're going to be where? I'm going to be in Kirkland. So it's uh, the same thing, but in Kirkland I'll be at an apartment complex, actually. So, you know, come in, find a new home. 
Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm particularly in that space. I'm sure there's other people that are in different spots, but I'm at an, at an apartment complex. So. All right. So that you'll be there tonight. I think it starts at five. Yes. Do you know yep. what it's called? I think it's called the Kirkland Wine Walk. Okay. Yeah. So, well, here yeah. you are in Bellevue, <laughs> where you live. <laughs> yeah, right down the right down the street. Right down the road. So I. As as I progress with the, the tours and the retreats, we have a, an adventure van that comes out, and she does some tastings there and brings groups. So I want to do a Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, real Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie with the van. Hopefully I'll do that in May. And uh, they would come out and do all the things, but we would also do the tastings every hour, one somewhere. And uh, we have the meadery. We have Spoiled Dog Winery. They've been on the show. Actually, they've all been on my show um, right next to us. So those are places that we would visit. And then we always like to go down to Langley downtown because it's beautiful um, and have something to eat. And so the retreats will be a little bit more, even more spirit lifting <laughs> coming here soon. But I just wanted to wait till the restaurants weren't so busy. And because, you know, they didn't have the staff for like last year was really rough. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't you didn't even know if a restaurant would be open last year. At certain times. Following up, uh, up on Jonathan's, uh, the it's the Kirkland Friends Wine Walk, and ah. it's down by the Heathman Hotel in Kirkland, 220 Kirkland Avenue. Starts at 5. You're hired. He is hired <laughs> <laughs> for nine years. <laughs> Benny's the man. Job security. You're awesome. Well, all right, let's see. Woodby Island Distillery, woodbydistillery.com, uh, Langley, Washington. And then um, I also want to get back to... I want to get back to Rockaholics and rock stars. You just went to the gem show. Yes, I was at uh, the Tucson Rock and Gem Show, which is the biggest gem show in the world. And pretty much anything you want or can think of, you'll find there. The first time I went, we, you know, went to a show that's on the side of the road, and it's like the Red Lion Inn, but they've taken over, and they built these places with like doors in the back, so you can like load in all your stuff, and so you walk into you know, a hotel room and oh, on yeah, the yeah. table, uh, you know, there's all these rocks. And then on the bed was this giant mammoth skull. And he's like, oh, it's wholesale price, $12,000. <laughs> like, who's getting a mammoth skull? And then I looked at him and I, I looked at the door that I walked through and I was like, how did you get this in here? And he just goes, oh, there are ways. <laughs> Okay. Rolled it. <laughs> so you, you can find anything. And you meet so many cool people. And, uh, it's just a lot of fun. But it's, yeah, all day, every day. And if you love rocks, you're just oh, over here, over here. What do I do? <laughs> well, I got I got to plug Little Shop of Lights. Have you been there, Mike? No. Okay, Little Shop of Lights, Snohomish. So I was um, basically setting up my hypnotherapy upstairs at the Oxford, which is like, you know, that saloon <laughs> and so i'm upstairs doing my readings and all that and here's a little hole in the wall a little shop of lights and so every time someone's done doing a reading with me i send them there and they buy rocks so it was just like i didn't mean to do it and then one day i was teaching a class like years later and she goes oh she was at this uh event i was doing teaching and she goes uh can i just tell you something and she goes you saved my rock shop and she goes one month because it's probably mm -hmm. winter time there was only one check, and it was mine. It was $44.44, and I had kept her shop open because she got, that's my angel number. And now Stacy's mm -hmm. still in, in business, and she's doing well, and she's carried my book and all that stuff. But 
It was just like I was her. They were she was my rock, like my rock connection. Is that what it is? And so this this she got from that show mm-hmm. that you went to. Oh, cool! And she brought it home specifically for me, and I've had it for now a long, long time. That's but, opal. Uh, this is a moonstone. That's oh, moonstone. So you see me wearing my kind of my little stones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun to know, like somewhere in the middle of this thing, you started talking about rocks, and I'm like, it was probably a year ago. Yeah. Because I remember for your birthday, happy birthday, Jonathan. Oh, this week, thank you. I gave you a, a, la- a labradorite. Still have it. Cool. Still hold it. It's like a, a palm stone. You, sometimes you find stones. I found one where you just put them in your hand, and you're like, oh, I'm never gonna mm-hmm. let this go. But I have a really cool story I gotta tell you. I was at one of these shows, um, and. <clears throat> they have all these tents and you go different places and then in the center they have this food court with all these food trucks for you to eat and then they have a couple of places where you can sit and you just have to get in where you fit in so i got food and i there was an open spot like oh the only one and i sat down and there are two ladies sitting next to me and you know you're within a foot so they're talking about Blah, 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 with the island. Blah, 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 with the island. And I was like, mm, okay, I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to not say anything because I don't want to be weird and interrupt them. And then as they're getting ready to leave, they kind of turn to me. And so they engage me and they're like, you have a wonderful day at the rest of the show. And I was like, okay, now that they've talked to me, I have to. I said, I'm sorry. I don't mean to like spy on you, but I heard you say Whidbey Island a couple of times. And they were like, well, what are you from Whidbey Island? I was like, well, I'm not from there. <laughs> but I work there at Every Whidbey day, Island Distillery. Much. And then I talked about the Loganberry. And they're like, oh, my God, the Loganberry. <laughs> love it so much. It was the ladies from Music for the Ice. Oh, they really? They were buying stuff. So it's just a totally crazy small world. And anywhere that I could have sat, I could have been like, uh, I don't like that one spot. <laughs> I'm going to go sit on this rock or whatever. It's so synchronicities, synchronicities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so, and you know, that's, I, I did some pet sitting and it's a couple and they basically knew, knew me from the distillery. So the next day they came in and bought, a, a, I almost said that word, <laughs> load of a lot of liqueurs for for Christmas. So I was like, I love the whole would-be, experience, would-be distillery experience because people have such a good time. It, that's energy too, right? My books are energy matters. So I, again, you guys probably got me through this thing. <laughs> Because, you know, every morning you, you, you're with somebody that you enjoy being with. And I do get to talk about my weird stuff now. I'm saying I'm out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I have, I have a dead person who's talking to me. <laughs> Mike's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> and Perry's just so funny. He's like, Dina, we miss you when you're not here. <laughs> kind of entertaining. And Colton just looks up and shakes his head a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love I love the distillery. And, and I have to bring up my 200 pounds of polished stones because – Mike knows all about those. Yeah. Yes, I've carried them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone had to carry those rocks. I forgot about it. Especially when you were in uh, Bothell every Friday. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You used to do that. Bothell Country Village. Mm. Uh, And that was, so the bike show was a long time before that. So Mike and I also, and Lisa, became really good friends, actually family. And so uh, Mike would help me set up and tear down. Gosh, I love my life. I always forget these things, Mm -hmm. how many lovely human beings I have in my life. Did you get to sit on the stones, Lisa, the polished stones? Mm -hmm. So you missed out on that one. How did she do that? She must have just missed that because then I just started doing stuff at my house. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like being out there with the rocks because I attracted these people that were like me. And then during the winter, I went to teach the Reiki and Mm -hmm. the uh, chakra classes Mm -hmm. Um, we, d- we did all kinds of things together. We had lots of potlucks, lots of food. Yes. 
Yeah, it was a family. And then I was thrown on Camino Island. Yes. Mm-hmm. Michael know all he knows that well, you both know that yes. story. Then I was just thrown off of Camino Island onto Whidbey. <laughs> so I'm not complaining because I'm always thrown onto an island. Because <laughs> Kauai was in the middle of that too. So yeah. you haven't been to Kauai yet. Nope. Oh. Not with you. Nope. Oh man, we gotta get back to Kauai. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, I feel like it was a little bit dark for me last year. And I remember telling Mike, I'm like, I'm so boring. I don't do anything anymore. He goes, Dina, we were in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> because I, the things I do are personal. I mean, I'm going to touch your head. I'm going to sit close to you. And I tried to do it with masks and things. I just it didn't feel good to me. So I just feel excited. And we'll, we'll plan a Reiki circle. Us. Yay. Us three, at least. Yes. And um, I got to bring up Chrissy, who went along for the ride with us, is now in Antarctica right now. Aww. This woman came in to the class with Mike. She took the class with Mike, the seven-week chakras. And you couldn't even see her eyes at first. Um, then she went off to do burlesque. You saw her do that? Yes. I mean, this woman had <laughs> inspiration us away. But she, rollers, <laughs> derby, whatever it was, whatever this, this woman can do. And now she's in Antarctica for another couple months anyways. Mm. And all I did was tune up their chakras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, did you do the seven-week chakra class? I was there, I think, for the heart. And that's when I met Chrissy. So, you came midway. Mm-hmm. So, I teach a seven-week course. Again, I like to get back to what I do. And uh, we start with the crown chakra. So, we set intentions. And then we do little exercises each week. And then kind of crazy, magical things happen over that, that period. Or... Um, you get to the heart chakra and you realize you really need to work on it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I can help you with that. What chakra were you struggling with, Mike? All of them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, all. Yeah, I remember I'm the woo-woo lady anyways. I'm probably well, like, I had what? to do it twice because I went through it. And then part of the, basically for me to do the Reiki, the mastery stuff, she basically made me go through it the second time oh. and be like the co-teacher and teach the course. Um, that was kind of my payment. <laughs> she says, you're not getting Reiki Master for free. You're going <laughs> to earn it. And so I had to do it twice. And you taught Reiki 1 and 2? Yeah. Gosh, see, it's all coming back to me slowly but surely. And I think probably most of the people that went through any of my classes became family. Yes. I, yeah. So it's been a long, I think I started 2002 doing hypnotherapy. Well, first, The Rocks. I was a rock hound, and I collected all these rocks, couldn't stop, and then I uh, made the rock game, and I did that for years with the kids. Then I became a hypnotherapist. I was a personal trainer. I was doing all kinds of things that body, mind, and spirit, did Reiki. Then I brought the rocks to my place and started doing the chakra readings, and people seemed to get better with all three of those, you know, what you eat too, sleep and all that, but the, the crystal readings, that's it just evolved. It's still evolving with Anthony Manna. And the Zooms oh, yeah. and the YouTubes we do. And he bought my book. I don't even have them anymore. He bought it on Amazon from a bookstore. And then he just loves the fact that the, the crystals mesmerize him, the chakras, the whole learning this stuff. And it's helping him. And were you here when he looked up for the first time? I, I have a hard time getting people look up when their uh, crown chakras closed. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. So it, was, it was pretty cool on Zoom, yeah. him mm-hmm. looking up for yep. the first time. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to be back doing what I'm doing. And you got a reading outside under a tree. Yep. <laughs> By the way, if you need 200 pounds of polished stones, I know a guy. I got a connection now. <laughs> yeah. So 
You know I want to. <laughs> I'm not I have you. rocks everywhere, so I started putting them in mason jars. Then if I really li- see one I like, I can take it out and put it somewhere. But that way they're not just like on all the windowsills everywhere. No, if you have them in, like, do you have like all amethyst in one jar and one all tiger's eye? So those are usually separate. It's all the other just random like rocks from the beach. I'll just put them all in mason jars. But yeah, am- those ones. So we got a bunch of little polished stones to give away for free when people order stuff. And the first thing that my wife did with her sister when we got back and got them out, she's like, well, we got to sort these. And I said, no, it's more fun <sighs> if you like reach into the bag randomly, but you know, got to get the energy. Yeah. Together, so what so. I do is I have set, uh, 21 rocks and you have to have uh, three of each color. So the rainbows. So you'd have a, uh, gosh, I got carnelian. Car- Orange is the hardest one. Sunstone, uh, something else, a tiger's eye with a citrine or, so I'm, we're, we're going to talk. I've got to get back to doing my rocks. I just don't want to do the whole 200 pounds, but I do want to make my sets again. Sure. Because I can laminate the back of my book, and people use the back of my book and those rocks. I mean, I get stories all the time. I made a copy of the back of the book, and when I do readings, people are like, where can I get that book? Where can I get rocks? I know. <laughs> I'll get back to it. We're going to take our last break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. There's a reason they invented the internet. It's called 1150kknw.com. Hallelujah, my brothers, we're all 
Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Do you have any rock star uh, stories there, Benny? Rock you collect stars. rocks. People give you rocks all the time. Yeah, we have a few actually in here too, on the studio and, and in the other room too. Yeah, Matt, I, I have to say the station used to be—they called it alternative. Well, we still are. I know. It's right there on the wall. Still are written everywhere. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. <laughs> right on my all the branding. Well, it's it, it's funny because when I first started uh, radio, it was because I was promoting my book mm-hmm. with Gary and Suzanne. From Mansa Mitchell, which is up at ten o'clock and tomorrow. Yeah, they'll be on in about an hour, a little so over an hour. My radio parents and I got into radio so that I could sell seven thousand books, which I'm like, oh, it's going to be easy. It wasn't, but that's where I came up with all the classes, and you got a book with uh, our Energy Matters class with the Rocks, and but yeah, they started interviewing me, going to my events, came super close friends. Mm-hmm. I did the show in uh, Saratoga, Sarasota, <gasps> Florida, and they have this place called Siesta Beach. It's white. It's crystals. Mm. Have you ever heard of anything like that? It's like you, I made a snow angel in December, but it was it's it's a sand, but it's, it's crystal. They say it's quartz crystal. Mm. Wow. Anyways, going off to rocks, but the radio back then was super kind of woo woo. Now everybody knows what a chakra is. No people because of yoga. We kind of paved the way and led yes. led the charge on the alternative living lifestyle and the new you know beliefs and beginnings and stuff here. And that started here with our station. Yes, and it's kind of ventured out to other areas as well for parts of the day and week. But yeah, yeah. And Reiki was like, what's Reiki? I didn't even like the word Reiki when I heard it. Yoga was just bringing in the chakras. Mm-hmm. Now people, everyone knows what a chakra is at least. Um, but yeah, I remember starting and it was really hard to get people to understand what I was doing. And that's why I had to have you in front of me with Reiki. I can't tell you what it is yeah. until you have it done. Um, also, the uh, the chakra reading. I invented it. Everyone says, oh, I, I, I do that. I'm like, well, you don't because I invented it. <laughs> so I've taught it. And I know you guys can do readings because mm-hmm. you've given me reading, mm-hmm. readings. But it's a super easy way. How do, how do, you, do you explain the chakra readings? <laughs> I can't. Okay. <laughs> I just do it, and and people ask me what I what it is, and I'm like, I just have to do it, and and then they're like, oh, um, I can't explain it, and it, that's the thing, like at the motorcycle show, like <laughs> you did it, and I'm like, uh, I don't know what just happened, but it was crazy. I think the universe is always trying to get through to us, this whatever that spiritual side is always trying to get through, and it's just a tool. For you, you probably already know what's going on, but it's nice to talk to someone about it. Um, and like Lisa, you're doing your readings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use uh, your color chart, and um, but I throw in cards also with the uh, chakra rocks, and then I just let them know what we need to work on, what's blocked, maybe what's too open. Give them a little prescription. <laughs> <laughs> I give them prescriptions, and you yeah. want to know I gave them prescriptions because. When I was doing hypnotherapy, I was surprised how many people were doing medications. And during our sessions, I could see it was a childhood, which Lisa's worked through a childhood issue. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't something you needed to forget about. It was something you needed to see and heal and move move forward. So that's why I came up with the prescriptions. And I put uh, crystals, each of the colors, in that little tiny pillbox. Well, now those pillboxes are as big as someone's head. They really have gotten out of control. So <laughs> I came up with prescription because I wanted people to try alternative ways of dealing with emotions and, and from the past. Healing. Yeah. <laughs> and so here I am. But I'm really excited and I'm so glad you guys I threw this together. I don't even all oh, Mike 
just texted you and yeah. Lisa. You're, Friday, can you be on the show? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then Jonathan's like, sure, I live right next door. Easy. <laughs> Easy peasy. Well, let's see. I got to get back to doing, I got to get some rocks. Okay, there's my, that's my prescription. Mm-hmm. I got to get more rocks. I got to make some sets. And then I'll do the lamination of the back of the book. Yes. Which is the ch- chakra cheat sheet. And then what you do is you pull the rocks and you match them. But the most important thing is to see, like one time, I had um, a, a young man pick all pink. And he, he had just moved. And I'm like, I'm this, this boy's hurting. He's really hurting. And so, um, not that because of the pink, but it was on the heart. That's what it was. And he had just moved and he had no friends. And he was lonely and sad and depressed. And so it was a uh, wired and unplugged. He just started playing music. And mm. then he didn't need me anymore because mm. he found some friends. Because wired and plug was this op- uh, open mic uh, coffee shop in Snohomish where a lot of the kids had been on the show. But yeah, the prescriptions are usually something like Jonathan needs to do some music. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute for sure. So Mike's like, is Jonathan going to sing? I'm like, I just threw it in his face like that day. I don't know. But yeah, you sang on the last show. Yeah. Yeah. When there's time and it feels right. That's kind of how I've done it in the past. The band that I was in, you know, I just connected with Michelle. Um, And so it felt right. And then I've done a few things um, with people playing music and just the timing wasn't right or whatever it was. Um, And I'm in this weird place where I live over here, but I work on Whidbey Island. And so if people want to practice here <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like well i'll see you at you know eight, eight. At eight o'clock <laughs> if that's when you want to practice so it's a little you know it just has to be the right timing so when it happens it happens but i'm not i'm not going to rush it or anything well like guess that. what i'm doing working what? with musicians again so there and there's go. lots of them out there on Woodby island we could do it right after work yeah, for an hour or so i i'm back King, keegan and i are doing uh we're going to do Little Big Fest. That's in August. But I'm also working with a bunch of musicians and, and helping them because the marketing, it, you know, everyone stopped for so long and it's just getting that mo- motivation. And I love being around music. So Bailey's Corner is one of those places and the Skane and Temple. Anyways, I'm sending musicians out to the island and I'm going to find a guitar player for you so you can sing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. For me anyway. S- send them my way. <laughs> and the distillery. All right, so let's see, wouldbedistillery.com. If you want to come out and visit us there, you can get me at dina-marie.com. And if you go to your Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook, you can see the retreat and what we got going. I'm sure it's going to sell sell out fast, but I'll be doing more. Um, And tonight, Jonathan will be where, Benny? In Kirkland. Yeah, the Friends uh, Wine Walk down in Kirkland. Five o'clock, don't be late, and you'll be... It's, I saw it's online where you're going to be at. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. all, it's all there for you to see. Um, any last words, Lisa? I love you so much. I love Dina. you too. I oh. can't wait to. Oh, we're doing Mardi Gras together. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you can come spend the night with me, but we got to find, I don't know, something to wear. I, I guess. No I don't know. Idea. It'll be fun. Mike? Uh, you guys are going to get lots of beads, right? <laughs> <laughs> so my daughter said, I'm like, ah, oh, that's why I haven't done that thing before. Okay. Nice. Something like that. It's would be. It's family friendly, by the way. <laughs> and the oh band that will God. be there is the Janie Cribs and the T Rust Band, my favorite dance band. And the song we're going to end the show is with is The Road Song. So I want to invite everyone back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.
Robbie. I was just wondering, is the popcorn ready yet? Because I could really use some right now. 